views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, it's so great to be connecting with all of you. I apologize for the late start here today. Um, You know, I'm not a a great believer in Mercury and retrograde, and I say that, you know, uh, Mercury rules our planet. Mercury is our ruler in terms of communication, if you ever look at any of that. But here's what I've come to know. It's kind of like this interesting energy right now. And, you know, thank goodness I've got somebody on the show today that's going to really, you know, fire up an old light bulb over here on this, because this has been fascinating. You know, it's been interesting to kind of take this journey. But wait, let's think about what's what's going on from an energetic point of view. Energetically, we're in the equinox. We're going into the fourth blood moon. We're moving into the year of Jubilee. And for many of you are thinking, what the heck is Dr. Pat talking about today? But here we go. You know, what is it about our dreams, about our premonitions? Now, interesting, I was watching a little show last night, and I had seen the movie Minority Report. That was that Steven Spielberg movie, and Tom Cruise was in it, the whole deal. But they got oh a television series. Did you like it or not? Oh, my God, I love it. I love Don't it. I love that it. movie? It's one of my faves. Yep. Oh, no. yep. I see Yeah, and so that's why today we got somebody on the show joining me here today, absolutely jumping through the roof, Kelly Sullivan Walden, joining me here today. (laughs) Fabulous, fabulous book. Fasten your seatbelts, folks, for this. Dreams and Premonitions. Now, this is really kind of cool. It's, you know, one of the... Um, one of the, let's just call it in the series, the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, you know, as, as our buddy Jack Canfield has talked about many times, you know, but now things have changed here, just like things should change as we move forward. But Kelly's joining me here today because she has jam-packed this book with stories of miracles, divine intervention, and insight. And I love this conversation especially for those of you that may have given up. Now, look, Kelly is somebody on a mission, and the mission is let me tap on your shoulder or maybe hit you up beside the head so that we can all understand the power of our dreams, the power of our ideas, these premonitions, these things we, we have that show up. Well, what can we know about this? And this is not something that's new to her. This is something that is a continuation. Kelly, it's great to have you here. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's so great to be back with you, Dr. Pat, and to, and during Mercury Retrograde, even. I just heard a friend of mine who's a wonderful astrologer, Michael yeah. Lennox, and he had an interesting perspective that it's not just where communication is interrupted, but his basic idea was that we should just go deep. We should just not necessarily try to move move forward so much, but just go deep and even go backwards mm-hmm. a little bit, like back into, right. into what really makes us tick, go into like a deep in, inward right. space together as we communicate and that the universe is kind of in favor of that right now. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're talking about dreams are an ancient practice. It's what our great, great, great grandparents once upon a time did around fires every morning to That was their way of receiving their CNN insight for the day. What's going on in the world? What kind of plants should we eat? Where should we go? How should we migrate? Um, And if we were wise, I think that technology is wonderful as as it is, and we wouldn't be here right now talking on this 
platform if it weren't for technology. But in some ways, it's like we're kind of circling back. It's it's like retro is is hip right now. People are buying forty fives using using turntables to listen to music, and I think it's time to turn into our depth and our our deeper wisdom for guidance as opposed to being so externally driven. So I think this is a perfect time to be having this conversation planetarily, seasonally. It's just mm-hmm. perfect. Well, let me just tell you, uh, in a short two days, now, I, I mean, what you're talking about is so right on. And let's give some, re- let's talk about real live examples here for a hot second. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of doing a show exactly at this time of day, and all of a sudden, right? our entire network disappears. It goes down. And we (laughs) have just spent, I can't tell you, a year building brand new, you know, state-of-the-art technology, did everything GoDaddy told us to do, upgraded everything, and we found ourselves at a place where we were in April with this. And Mm -hmm. we're kind of like, you got to be kidding me, in the middle of this show. But here's what I, I think you're saying, because this is really the aha moment. Mm-hmm. We are plan. We are launching TransformationRadio.fm, ten channels dedicated to consciousness, and we have underestimated ourselves. And we mm-hmm. talked about this yesterday, Jessica and I, and, and within the team. See, we haven't even launched this yet, but we put up the website, so we never expected. Really, this is really us. We thought we're in beta. We haven't launched yet. Nobody's really going to pay attention. Nobody's clicking on us. We don't really have an issue right now. That is so not the truth. And Mm. what we've discovered is that you cannot stop consciousness. That's Mm. us. Right. And that's Mm. what, when I'm reading your book, what I really got a sense of is, wait a minute, the universe is not just telling us to stop and take a step back, but if you're not going to do it and believe in your dream, the way that the infinite universe can present it to you, it is going to stop you. It's going to come in and stop you, Mm, right? mm, Now, have you had anything like that, that, Kelly? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I I have, and I I write some stories. There's a couple of my stories in this book. There's 101 stories all together, and... um, and one of one of my stories that I talk about in the in the introduction is being I was on the path to marry somebody that on paper was perfect and in many ways was just a perfect perfect guy and my dream showed me it won't work out um, it showed me us in the future and me very unhappy and kind of like a zombie Stepford wife and like everything looking perfect on the outside but but dead on the inside mm-hmm. and and then a little while later um so i a little while later i got guidance via a very strange dream about dragonflies and a pig <laughs> that, that was very clearly pointing me towards a much more unconventional relationship with a much more unconventional man that on paper was wrong mm-hmm. and and everyone was in an uproar about like you can't he's not the one for you can't but but my dream gave me guidance that no he's the one and he's the only one that you could ever be with if you're going to be with anybody in this life it's got to be it's got to be him and mm-hmm. so my dream in a very uncanny way by revealing um, I don't know if you want me to tell the story in, in yes, detail. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, and by the way, let me tell you, we're, Benny and I, we're skipping the break. So we, oh, we want to hear God. from you. You know, folks don't want to hear from me so much. You've got oh, so my much Lord. to talk about. Why don't you just do this show oh, right now? God. Well, it's, you know, it's in terms of your question, it, did it stop me in my tracks? Yes, it did. And then did I take the unconventional guidance that took me way, like I think anything having to do with the soul Carl Jung talked about this. The soul yeah. is messy. It's never exactly a straight line. It's If it's perfect, perfect white picket fence, perfect, it probably doesn't have a lot of soul juice going on. So anyway, my dream showed me this: these two dragonflies. One dragonfly was perfect, and I wanted it. And, one, and the other dragonfly had a broken wing. And there was two women, me and, and this other woman, and we were both kind of fighting over the perfect dragonfly, but she <laughs> really wanted the perfect dragonfly. So I just said, okay, fine, you have it. I'll take the broken one, fine. Wow. And so I was kind of 
bummed about it, but I, but I said I said to myself in the dream, a broken dragonfly is better than no dragonfly at all. So I decided to just love this dragonfly. And mm-hmm. before I knew it, it perched on my finger, and it turned into a pig. Now, you know how dreams, you can be in one place, and it turns into something else, and it goes yeah. somewhere else. Well, this dragonfly turned into a pig, and I don't like pigs. I'm not a pig person. But this particular pig was was fleecy. It was soft. It was... I loved this pig. <laughs> I, I've i never loved a pig before, but in my dream, I was in love with this pig, and I thought, oh, my God, this pig is like... The energy of the pig is like Dana, my who I was. He was a friend of mine. And I thought, oh, my God, I love this pig. And then that pig kind of exploded into a thousand dragonflies Mm -hmm. and I was ecstatic and crying and I thought oh my god if I had just settled for that one perfect dragonfly I would have missed out on these thousands of dragonflies that were in this unconventional package so I kept that dream mostly to myself and I ended up telling Dana just about the dragonfly part I omitted the part about the pig because I didn't think it would flatter his ego As Benny might attest, that wouldn't sound that flattering if somebody said, hey, I had a dream about you, but you were a pig. Um, Right. (laughs) So so I didn't tell him that part, but we always had dragonflies kind of around us. Everywhere we'd go, there'd be dragonflies. Cut to a few years ago. We've been married now for 15 years. Wow. So this is where we're married, and it's, you know, probably our 12th year of being married together, and we're in a meditation together. We come out of the meditation and Dana has the strangest look on his face, and he will not answer my question about what's going on, what did you see, what did you get. He won't talk because he's so stunned. And he finally says, I, I, I'm, I can't even tell you what I saw because it's so strange. I feel crazy. He said, there was this pig in my meditation that, that was me. It was me, this, this little soft pig. And it was, t- and it was telling me all these things about my life. And I think it was me, and mm-hmm. I broke down. <laughs> yeah. What? I never told him the part about the pig, and here's wow. this pig kind of showing up as his kind of soul self speaking to him. So we have pictures of pigs all over the place. And and it, that, that guidance basically at that time showed me that Dana was the guy for me, and this perfect dragonfly man was clearly not, and I have never looked back, and I couldn't be happier. We have our ups and downs, of course, but right. it's a magical relationship. So anyway, that's one Isn't place that where my dream took me. <laughs> I mean, and this is really, I wanted to say to the to the listeners here, um, you know, if you have got something on your mind, if you have a dream, if you're meant, if you have a premonition, if there's something that you're seeing that has come to you and you're just at a loss for what it is or want some help or want some understanding, have a question, why don't you give us a call? 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. You know, I want to ask you something, Kelly, about, you know, like this idea of dreaming. You know, many yeah. of us, you know, have asked the, the $64,000 question, okay, mm-hmm. I don't remember my dreams. I must not be dreaming. And, you know, right. I'm this person, but I am a daydreamer, and maybe this mm-hmm. is something we can talk about. I have visions, like I was driving over the I-90 one day about five or six years ago, and my windshield literally, going right across that bridge, turned into a picture. Mm. Now, that is not a safe thing to be happening when you're driving across the I-90. Benny will tell you about that. But it happened. So I see things like during my day. Or, or something where I will get these 35,000-foot visions, and I mostly get them for other people. That's the work I do. I work with people and help them create, you know, things in their lives that they want. But not everybody has the traditional way that they see things. And I would love for you to talk about that because you've got 101 stories in here of dreams and <sighs> premonitions. And, you know, Minority yeah. Report, it's all about the premonition. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh, we have to talk about that. Well, yes. I'll just address what you just said. In a way, the premonitions part of the subtitle is is addressing these daytime visions that we have that are very much related to right. the big mm. dreams that we have. And in a way, they're two sides of the same coin, one being uh, an asleep way that we access these bigger visions and, and the other kind, the awake ones that we that we receive that 
that helps to helps to give us um, insight for other people, insight for ourselves. But it always tends toward it's always good. It's always something helpful and expediting and and loving. And yeah, there's many many stories in this book. It's kind of probably more more stories about dreams. But there, I'm thinking about one one premonitory. Um, situation with with a guy. It's the very last story in the book. It's the hundred and first, hundred and one story um, in our book, and it's by Christian Gustafson. And he basically, it's he he was oh god, it's such a long, complicated story. But he's at a lake, and a friend of his brings brings her daughter to the lake, and they're swimming there in Minnesota. And as this little girl, she's like nine or ten, she jumps in the water. All of a sudden, he has this, and he's not a woo-woo type of guy at yeah. all. He's very much salt-of-the-earth, grounded dude that happens to be a writer, so he's got access to some of his intuition. But he but he has this insight while she's in the water. He has this, it's like he gets a window into her mind and the magical way that this child sees the world. And he saw the lake through her eyes, and he saw portals through her eyes, and he saw like the the dragonflies and the little and the fish in the water and the deer through her eyes and he and he was able to see this he got this whole download for a story called Stella Sky which has turned into this beautiful book series like a mystery book series kind of like our Nancy Drew book series yeah. from way back when this is Stella Sky it's a series of kind of mystery and one of the stories that he writes, because it's almost like he's channeling her as he writes, because he's got this uncanny connection to her, he gets this one day, as he's writing, and this is going on and on, but he gets this insight that she's not well, that something's wrong with her, and he, not being emotional at all, he's maybe never cried a day in his life, begins to weep as he's writing about Stella not being well. He picks up the phone and calls his friend to say, How, how's Stella doing? And it turns out that Stella was, in fact, she got a really rare infection. She was in the hospital, and he he was right. He was able to tap in. This is all during the day. This wasn't a nighttime kind right. of thing. But he, but he continued to write the story, and as he wrote the story, it wrote through him that she finally turned a corner and that she got better and she was well. And he, he, was, he cried in relief, and sure enough, he was writing what happened what was right around the corner and she did get well and she is better but he it's like he was he was connected to it from afar and and it's become this magical magical crazy treasure hunt that he's on he never wrote fiction like this and he never wrote um young adult and kid stories like he's writing right now and so anyway that's one of the stories that we saved that one for yeah. last because it's just pure magic so well, yes, and you know we let's talk really... about some of this in terms of how they affect our lives because I think that's what we're what you're saying, but we don't talk about it enough. And what I mean by that is, you know, clearly you and I are referencing Minority Report. You know, we're talking about, mm. you know, three precogs, and you know, in the television version, it's really interesting to see how they're playing forward in in the yes. scheme of things. But you yes. know, we we go through our day to day, and 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 sometimes we're not really clear that we have the ability to take care of many, many, many things through this form. And I want to ask you this question. You know, some people say, ah, Kelly, Pat, really? I don't see anything. I don't get anything. And I guess I'm one of these people. I just don't believe that that is true. I I guess I believe that the availability uh, of this kind of energy, these kinds of insights are for all of us. What's the difference between folks that can tap into it and see it and then know what to do with it in their lives and folks that may need a little help along the way? Well, this is one of the things I love about this opportunity that I got to to write this book with Mm -hmm. um, Amy Newmark for Chicken Soup for the Soul because most of these stories are written from contributors that were ordinary folks that were not in the intuition and dreams business at all, Mm -hmm. and yet they had a phenomenal experience that was so compelling that it changed their life. So they didn't have to be taught. They didn't have to believe in anything. They just had an actual experience. So one example, Connie Pullen, one of of our contributors, writes about her her husband passed away, Mm -hmm. and they live on a farm, a Christmas tree farm. 
and her youngest son was like the her her husband's right hand guy. They used to do all the farming together, and and when the father when when her husband died, her son Chris was so devastated. Like he had he was he took it the hardest it seemed of all because he was kind of left in charge of the farm, and he had a hard time figuring out how to do things without his dad. And and she he talk, she talks about how one particular day he's trying to fix their bulldozer, and it absolutely won't fix. The transmission's just out, and he's trying to do all the things that he remembered his dad doing. And for hours he's trying to no avail. He's totally frustrated. He throws down the wrench and just says, forget it. You know, I can't do this. And Connie says to him, why don't you just go to sleep early tonight, sleep on it, you know, have a good breakfast in the morning, and see what happens in the morning. He wakes up the next morning and runs out of the house, doesn't, like, skips right past the pancakes Connie had made for him. And she's like, where are you going? You forgot your pancakes. He's like, I'll get my pancakes later. He runs out to the bulldozer, spends about an hour at the bulldozer, gets it working. He comes in, sits his mom down, pours her a cup of coffee, and says, Dad showed me how to fix the bulldozer last night. He showed me this hard-to-find bolt that was underneath the steering wheel in this weird little place that you would never look for, and you have to move the bolt in order to move this this particular gauge in order to get the transmission going. And he said, Dad showed me how to do it, and it worked. And lo and behold, he felt not only that he, did he get the bulldozer working, but he was connected with his dad. Now, this was a kid that was not woo-woo. He didn't believe in dreams or premonitions, and yet he had a direct visitation from his dad giving him very specific instructions that he never would have known in his waking life. So, and you know, isn't this really the you know, isn't this really the tool we're talking about? I mean, you know, you look, you're a best-selling author. You do interviews. You you're a dream life coach. You're a certified hypnotherapist. You're a speaker. You're out in the world. You're working day to day to day with people, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is really what your this is your big yes. This is your big yes. This is what you said yes to the universe yes. about. This is what you're going to do. And yes. now here you are, and you and I are talking about this because here's a question that that I would love to to hear uh, hear hear you talk about. In the world we're living in right now, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so here we are in this world where everything is moving so quickly. Information, digits, bytes, bits, everything is just coming mm-hmm. through. I am a believer, at least for myself. I do not have the bandwidth, right? to be able to logically and rationally consider (laughs) every element before I make a decision. And the people that are still trying to do that, I am just going to, I just feel for them. So if we're not going to do that, Kelly, tell me what we're going to replace it with. Well, it's like analog versus digital. It's, (laughs) it's, It's like the old big giant Macintoshes that, you know, filled up an entire an mm. entire building to use, you know, for one computer. It's like we're, we're, we can either keep up or or not. And what I love is a friend of mine was commenting on this book, and she said, oh, my God, dreams and premonitions are now part of the zeitgeist because chicken soup is part of the zeitgeist. It, it reaches, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, they've sold a, over a billion books. This is in homes in middle America. This is not yeah. just something on the East Coast, on the West no. Coast. This is like... So this is, it's like there's there's something happening. It, these are ordinary people writing about these, these things, and people can relate to them. So I think, you know, I think one way that we that we shift consciousness is not by hitting people over the head. It's by stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Human beings from the beginning of time, since we were living in caves, we, we told stories to teach. And I think it's it's one of the most powerful ways to teach a lesson, and it's... And it's Carl Jung would say it's the way for those stories to stick with us. We we get moved by a story. It moves past the logic, and it moves into the emotional part of the brain, and it lodges itself deep in our long-term memory, and then we, we, then we know it. Then it's in. So I think there's something, you know, incredibly sneaky about chicken soup for the soul. It's like yes. a Trojan horse that's kind of in plain sight, and it's kind of like... You know, it's getting people to think about these things. And I, I was talking to my grandmother, and she, she's very practical. And and in reading a few of the stories, she said, "Oh, this is reminding me of 
of the times when when I got when I heard a voice when my mother told me what to do after she had passed on and and I listened to that voice and I took and so I think just by reading a few of the stories it reactivates that part of the brain now even though what you said Pat is true I live drink eat breathe everything I do is about dreams and intuition mm-hmm. and supporting people and yet even me, I can still get a little bit cynical about things like, oh, really, this dream is a little wacky. Like, there can't yes. possibly be any juice to this. Like, come on, people. And and yet, when I shine a little light on these dreams, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised. I think it's okay for those who are listening that do find themselves feeling cynical or feeling like, yes, but I want some logic. I want some facts. I want some science to back it up. I think that's actually fine because once people that are wired this way, once they get convinced, that's when the tipping point really happens. And I think it's really great that these people, when they do get convinced that dreams and premonitions are valuable, then I think they they then can go and convince, they become the evangelists about this kind of thing. And they bring it down to earth. It's not something that's, that's so woo-woo. Anyway, I think it's happening. I get it. I think it's really yeah. happening. Yeah, I mean, and I, I love, love Minority this. Report. Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We're going to take a short break. We're going to give a copy of the book away. Kelly Sullivan Walden joining me here today. And make sure you know how to find out more about her. And by the way, for those of you out there, um, you know, Kelly helps other people also understand how to not just interpret dreams, but how to work with other people. I mean, she's got a complete certification program, lots of ways to work with her and much more. We're going to take a short break when we come back and give a copy of the book away. I'm going to talk about what do we need to do to tap into that. You know, not that we don't need the logical and the rational, because clearly, if you were to look at what we're doing here right now, it is almost all left brain. But even in that moment with what is getting built, Jessica, I just love Jessica, late last night says, I have an idea. How does that all work? How do ideas really fit into the conversation of dreams and premonitions? We're going to take a short break. Yeah, Kelly's going to tell us all about this. We'll be right back. We clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your Dr. Linda Salvin, metaphysical master, now bringing insight and metaphysical abundance to your living room with her spirit-filled candle line, Wicks of Wisdom. Dr. Linda's unique formulations of pure and powerful herbs, oils, and essences can assist you in love, luck, finances, health, and more. Wait till you experience the power of Wicks of Wisdom. Find out how these amazing candles can help you. See them now and order yours at lindasalvin.com. Or call 888-509-1077. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Do you often find yourself feeling overwhelmed, overworked, or exhausted? Are you ready to embrace a life filled with more love, connection, and joy? Best of the month list and five-star rated on Amazon, Conscious Being by author TJ Woodward will awaken you to your true nature. To learn more about how to get your copy of Conscious Being, visit ConsciousBeingBook.com today.
You are not going to want to miss this event with Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf. This workshop will open you up even further and challenge you to trust your heart and intuition. Learn directly from the energy of Ascended Master Lady Portia. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf Thursday, September 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. in Bellevue. To register or learn more about this event, email lynn at ruintuit.com or call 206-931-7356. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Vasily and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new inspirational and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you I can live a lie running for my life I will always want you I came in like a Is that you, Benny? Said what? Oh no, what? that's not me riding the wrecking ball. That was Miley Cyrus riding the wrecking that, ball. That's but but we I all get it. We all get it. <laughs> that's it. That was where we get Miley. I wonder if she had a premonition about her life. I wonder if she knew she had. I think she did. She's talked about this actually, where she saw herself absolutely, you know, doing what she loved, being out in the world, and making a lot of money. Yeah, that's be that be that. You know, I don't know. So can we visualize our lives? And then once we do, what do we do with that? Kelly Sullivan Walden joining me here today. Kelly, before we go to the phones, if you don't mind, um, just tell them, folks, first of all, I, I've said a lot of things about you here. Tell them how they can become a coach or how they can work with you and how they can get a copy of any and all of your books. <laughs> oh, God, I love you. Thank you. Well, they can go to my website, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden. And if that's too hard to remember, then you can go to IHadTheStrangestDream.com, and that'll take you to my website. And right now, I have a virtual book launch special going on. So if you purchase a copy of of, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions on Amazon, just keep track of your order number, copy and paste that. And on on the front page of my website, I had the strangest dream dot com. You'll just put there's a little box on the right hand corner. You put your name, your email address, and put in the or, Amazon order number, and click send. And immediately you're going to receive a whole bunch of free gifts from me, including an interview, a behind the scenes interview with some of the Chicken Soup for the Soul authors about kind of the story behind the story behind the story. It's a yeah. really, really amazing way to get to know, like to bring the book to life. You get three you get three weeks worth of content of Dream Life Coach Training. So Dream Life Coach Training is a forty six week course. It's basically a year-long program. It's a virtual program. So you get three weeks for free so that you can see if you like it. And if you like it, then you can sign up and you get a discount. And um, I'm not going to talk about all those details, but you can set up a free 15-minute inquiry session with me about that. If Once you've listened to those three courses, you can you can talk to me to, to go deeper and further into that. You also get a free dream declaration meditation and this is worth its weight in gold a lot of people say i need help remembering dreams i also need help getting a good night's sleep so that i can have the space to dream this dream declaration meditation helps to like tuck you in at night and give you this wonderful cozy feeling and also has you connect with some of your the desires of your of your your heart before you go to sleep and you envision them fulfilled and then you go to sleep with this smile on your face and with a declaration that you're going to remember your dreams upon awakening so that you can use that remembered dream in the morning as a navigational tool to take a quantum jump toward manifesting or woman affesting the life of your dreams. And all of those are free, so it's it's about, oh gosh, it's nearly $500 worth of free gifts and prizes from me um, if you just simply purchase one copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions and go to my website. And you know what I love about this book? Because if you travel in the circles that we travel in, this is a great gift for people. 
I mean, I'm already thinking about, okay, what a great gift this would make, you know, especially coming up on the holidays, especially coming up, you know, with the energy and the changes. It's just a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous idea. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I think it's one of those books that appeals to everybody. My niece, who is 14 years old, loves it and is reading it. My grandmother, who's 92, is reading it and loving it. My husband, you know... You know, these are people that love me already, so I shouldn't count them. But <laughs> really have broad appeal. I mean, one of the stories in the book, you know, most of the stories are from people that are that are a little older. But one story is from a teenager. She was she's 18 years old, but she wrote about having been um, having been bullied in school, and mm-hmm. then turning into a bully as her defense to kind of protect herself from the bullies. She became an even bigger bully, and she was kind of the queen of the bullies. She really was an amazing bully. She she was rocking it and thought she was fine until she had a dream that she got to walk in the shoes of the people who were on the receiving end of her behavior, of her bullying, of her aggression. And she woke up devastated and so full of shame at how she had treated people and how terrified people were of her. And she realized that she didn't want to live her life that way and didn't want to have that negative effect on people. And she began the process of making amends and apologizing to the people who she was hurting. And one of the girls who she bullied the most was so grateful for this apology. They ended up having this long, deep conversation cut to a couple years later, their best friends. So wow. the story is called From Bully to Best Friend. And so it's, you know, really a demonstration of how a dream can transform your life and really change your behavior. Oh, there's no question about it. And, you know, and this is really what I love about this. And right now we're going to go to the phones. Mr. Benny, who do we have? Yep, we'll take – sorry about that. <laughs> you went to me so quickly there, Pat. It's all good. We're, <laughs> we're going to take Renee. Renee is calling in. Renee, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Hi Renee. Renee. How can we help you? Well, my dream, I have recurrent dreams. Even though I ask for different dreams before I fall asleep, I have these recurrent dreams of old workplaces. And they're vivid, vivid dreams of being there, actually doing things and people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have those so, too. Yeah. Are, so are we, re, what do we do with your question? I guess I'm wondering why I... I guess I'm wondering why I keep having these dreams, even though my intent is to have a different dream. Oh, I love this question. That's great. Well, a lot of people, myself included, I have. we all have recurring dream characters and recurring dream scenarios. Um, and, and that's just kind of like each person has their own, their own habitual places and people that, that show up in their dreams. And that's okay. It's, I used to get annoyed at this too. Like, come on, I want to go somewhere else. Let's go to Paris. Let's go to the 1800s. Enough with some of these things. And at one point I thought, no, let me just surrender to this is the stuff of my dreamscapes. This is where I go. This is where my soul wants me to learn some lessons. So this is, so I accept that this is where I go. And often one of the functions of dreams where we go back to school or back to a previous love relationship, back to a home that we used to live in, or back to a workplace, often there's unfinished business, no pun intended, with with these dreams. And they're trying to help us pick up the pieces of maybe what we've left behind or if there was any challenge that happened at these workplaces. It's kind of like from a soul perspective. One of the aspects of the game of the soul is to is to constantly do soul retrieval. Where did you leave part of yourself behind? Did you some people give themselves to their jobs? They they really and they and they leave feeling a little bit less of themselves or they gave themselves to a boss because they really wanted to please somebody. So the dream might be bringing you back to the quote unquote scene of the crime, not that it was necessarily a bad thing but to a place in time where there was an aspect of your juice, your soul, where you're kind of recapitulating it, bringing it back to yourself. Or it could be showing you about a scenario that's important for you to be attuned to in whatever situation you're in in your work now. So it depends on, is it, is it a happy dream or is it stressful? What's the, what's the overall overriding um, feeling? You know, it, I've had both. I've had sometimes that I feel like I've actually 
been working at night there, and then the other yeah. times it's real positive. So I've had both dreams. Great. Well, I always look at dreams from from two different perspectives. I look I look at the the literal aspect, like what is this showing me literally about the job that I'm working on now? How is this? How, our dreams are always helping us to become better people, better workers, more efficient, more effective. So how how is it literally helping in that way? And then I look at the symbolic aspect. So what? Who's playing there? Is there? Are you talking to the boss? Are you trying to get something? Are you? What's the strategy that you're using? What's what's symbolically happening in the dream, and and how how is that teaching a story? So can you give me one little snippet of a scenario of one one of these dreams um, and we can well, dial one, into that? One, um, yeah, one um, time I went back and it, it was totally different. The setting was different. Um, it was just a different. It was the same place I'd worked before, but everything had changed. I mean the the whole place had been remodeled. They had, they were. It was a retail store at one time years ago, and it it just had all changed. Hmm. So is that I love a perspective that. change? Well, yeah. one sure. And one way to look at dreams is that everyone and everything in your dream is you. So I would hmm. say if it were if it were my dream, this is I'm I'm being remodeled. I'm doing work different. It's it's there's certain common denominators, certain themes, but this is going to be a a new. 2.0 or 3.0 version of the way I do things. It's new, it's different, and yet it's still my work. So, so I mean, I think that's very, very literal about kind of the way that you work, your inner workings of your being, being new, refreshed, rebooted. And also, I wrote down the word adaptable. Um, as, as Dr. Pat was saying earlier in our interview about how things are moving so yeah. fast, at the speed of light, at the speed of life. And a friend of mine who is a branding expert working at like the highest level in New York said that the word that she teaches everybody is nimble. How nimble can you be? How adaptable to change can you be on a dime? And so I think a dream about radical change is is really helping you to adapt to being on your toes and being on the cutting edge so that you can be continuously relevant in, in whatever it is that you're doing so that you can be a thriving player in, in whatever the field is that you're being in. So I think our dreams give us a, a preview of coming attraction so that when change does in fact happen, we're not, we're not, it's not like the rug being pulled out from underneath us. We're kind of prepared and we can handle it with a little bit more grace and balance and ease. So that's what I think oh, about I love your that. I think that, it's great. That totally makes sense. All of it makes real complete sense. Mm, it's wonderful. Great. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. And by the way, are you still uh, are you still on the line? Yes. Okay. Yes. Don't hang up. Um, love to give you a copy of the book. Oh, oh I love it. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Don't you know, hang up. There's a story in the book. May I just present one story yes. that makes me think of Renee? There's yes. a, a story um, about a woman named Kim Kim Childs, and she her story. Oh, I get the I get the chills. It's a career story where she knew she was at a crossroads and needing and wanting to change her career, and she was terrified and she wasn't making any changes. So she has a dream that she's standing on a on a high cliff. And she knows that she has to jump, but she's frozen with fear. So in her dream, she sees two versions of herself. And one version takes the leap and lands on the ground splat. And there's all these people around watching. And she surprisingly picks herself up from being splat on the ground and brushes herself off. And she's fine. And she walks away. And she thinks to herself while she's standing up down, up on the cliff, the other side of her, watching, and she goes, oh, my God, even if the worst thing happens, that I, 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 I fail and I fall splat and I make a fool of myself in front of people, so what? I'll brush myself off and I'll keep walking and I'll, I'll make progress. She says, wow. So then the other part of her that's still on the cliff says, well, let me try let me try doing this different. So she makes the leap with a little bit more of a sense of not being afraid. And all of a sudden, like in Aladdin, she says this magic carpet comes out from nowhere, huh. goes right underneath her, and carries her on a ride to the other side of the chasm where she lands with grace. And she, and she thinks, oh, my God, I can't fail. I, and she wakes up 
and and changes. She was a she was actually a, a news broadcaster, and she changed her career from being a very kind of high profile news broadcaster to becoming a yoga instructor. And yes. There were bumpy moments, but she could not be more thrilled and loves her new career and knew because of her dream that even in the midst of those changes that might be awkward and uncomfortable and a little embarrassing to her ego, she was going to be fine and she couldn't fail. So wow. I love that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? That's the yes. question. That's the yeah. question or from this show. You- this has been our question you. on this show for 13 years. And, you mm. know, now I'm listening to you talk about it. And, boy, how much do we have to be reminded of that question? You know, what would each of us do? And you know what I love about what you do, Kelly? It's, it's kind of like, wait a minute, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? As if we have to do everything alone. As if we're not getting insights. We're not getting information. And we are. So let me ask you this question. What do we do when we get an insight? Because, you know, it's one thing to get the insight. I mean, I'm literally here today because I dialed the wrong phone number and I didn't hang up 13 years ago. But but I have forgot. Yeah, that's it. I pulled out my credit card within 10 minutes and I bought an hour of airtime on Internet 13 years ago. My friends thought I had absolutely lost my mind. Oh, my God. I know. Three months later. Yeah, three months later. KKNW calls me and they said, oh, by the way, you're not going to believe it. Five days a week uh, became available. I didn't even <gasps> say yes. I just uh, get pulled up my credit card again. But <gasps> some de- sometimes I can do that well. Other times I can't. What is the key? What is the key to following the insight? You know, I think it's it's like a muscle. It's like we mm. we I, this is the this is the billion dollar question. I think you know, for me, I know that sometimes there's there's been moments where I've acted promptly, just like that, and and things move swiftly and quickly, and and it's incredible. And I know there's been times where I've said, yeah, give me another reassurance, give me give me another one, give me another, and the universe says, I've given you ten affirmations about this thing like when are you going to get it and it's so i know sometimes i can be a little slower to move and i'm and sometimes i can be quicker and i think the muscle is to is to is to build it so that we are just in a constant state of flow there's a friend of mine felix wolf who wrote a book called the art of navigation and he was an apprentice of carlos castaneda who some people know was is like is the person that brought shamanism to the Western world, basically, and was on the cover of Time magazine way back when. And and he said that while he was studying with Carlos Castaneda, he said that with himself and the other apprentices, they followed the synchronicities and the guidance implicitly as if that was the only thing that mattered. And he said that they were in such a bubble of bliss every single day, every single moment, the right people at the right time for the right things would show up constantly in rapid-fire succession, and there was never a moment of doubt. And I, I think about that, and I know in the moments where I really rev up, and I'm in one of those moments right now where it's just the synchronicities are flying, and they come from dreams, they come from premonitions, but I find that the more I work it, the more it works. And I think... You know, people don't need to hear me say this. They just need to go out and try it for themselves. Try it once where you get a nudge and you follow it. And and if it works out well, then try it again. And I think it's just life is one big, beautiful laboratory. And we do follow the pleasure principle. And I think if we find it and we recognize that it does bring us more bliss and more pleasure, then we're going to be more apt to keep doing it. So I think we just need a little bit more permission, and we need to hear stories about people that were reticent and were terrified, and they took that leap, and it went well. And and we just need to hear that to be reaffirmed so that we'll keep doing it ourselves. I love it. What a great conversation. I mean, thank you so much for bringing this to the forefront. You know, the book is fabulous. For those of you that are just tuning in, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions, 101, Amazing Stories of Miracles, Divine Intervention and Insight. Kelly Sullivan Walden joining me here today. You know, Kelly, thank you so much. Would you please, again, take a moment and let folks know how they can find out more about you, how they can sign up to work with you, and, and anything else you, you'd like to share with folks. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much. Well, people can find me on Facebook at Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream. That's my Facebook page. And on Twitter, Kelly S. Walden. 
And my website is Kelly Sullivan Walden. You can also find that by going to IHadTheStrangestDream.com. And by purchasing your copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions, you get, it's like your ticket to the party. You get to receive all kinds of dream gifts. And dream gifts not just from myself, but from other dream experts um, that, that they're filled with books and meditations and and all kinds of fuel to get you well on your path to helping you to develop your own your own genius muscles. I mean nobody needs to tell you how to do your life better than you. The great news about dreams is that you are so wise, your dreams are so genius, you're tapped into the source itself. It's just a matter of turning up the volume knob so that you can hear yourself. You don't need to hear it from me. Don't even take it from me. Just take it from yourself and just get get permission to follow your intuition by following dreams and premonitions and by listening to Dr. Pat. And this is a great workout for your, those intuition muscles. So, so that's it for me. Oh, Dream Life Coach Training, if you want to get a free 15-minute inquiry session to find out how you can become a Dream Life Coach and do what I'm doing for a living and have a blast while doing it, making a living while you're helping other people to live the life of their dreams. It's kind of fun. It's kind of magical. That's absolutely amazing. And I have one question for you. Yeah. Uh, please, please, what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with, Kelly? And thank you so much for what you do. <sighs> I think life is but a dream. I think we're all dreaming right now. And I would just ask you to pause, take a breath, and get lucid in this moment and realize that you're co-directing this movie, this dream of yours. So how do you want it to go? This could be, today could be the best day of your life. You can you can turn whatever circumstances you're in. The dream that you're having right this moment could be the happiest dream. If you just simply connect with source and open up to what's possible, this could be the most magical day of your life. You can you can dream it however you'd like. You are in the driver's seat. And I'm so grateful to get to join you on the airwaves as you're driving in your life in your dream mobile. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. I want to thank everybody for tuning us in, turning us on. Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dreams and Premonitions. I want to thank Benny for pushing all the right buttons. I thank Renee for calling in and asking some amazing questions. And I want to thank all of you for listening wherever you're listening from, whenever you're listening. Thank you so very much. Uh, and those of you that are emailing us internationally, just give us a couple of days uh, and we will get right back to you. Thank you for listening. I'm not even sure how you're listening in some parts of the world, but thank you for doing it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>